0: You're listening to the Tom Fickman fall. Show on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Harry, thanks so much. Good morning. tonight. I, I love your voice. And the intros are fine. We're here this morning with uh, Lisette Martinez. And Lisette asked me, and she's a chief diversity officer at Yelna Haven Hospital System. I know you guys got yes, so system. many names, <laughs> I mean, you know, the glo- global system, but we'll, we'll, but they're on their way. But Lisette asked me what the show is all about, and she really stumped me, meaning that this, uh, well, this is September, so last month, August, was our second year, Lissette, of uh, doing the shows in with, conjunction with WNHH, and really a pleasure. Mm-hmm. And I really don't have one word or soundbite for you in terms of what, what we're trying to accomplish here. Oh. But what the in terms of the mystery, the guests really define... What, the sh- what that particular show is about. I have a number of uh, opportunities if I have something that's irritating me to kind of share that with the public in other forums. So mm-hmm. the show, particularly, I try to like, uh, be conscious of my bias or even diminish my bias and let, let you be the, the performer, the headliner, the headlining act, the one that's really <laughs> creating the theme for the show. Okay. But you know, but obviously in terms of, chief, in terms of diversity, and chief diversity officer. Uh, For Yale and inclusion is kind of thrown into your job description. Also, at at some Mm -hmm. point, yeah, absolutely, and uh, most important, (laughs) most important, and and just as a point of personal disclosure, I'm clearly and definitively one of those affirmative action babies kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So and and worked in at, at that time affirmative action EEO. So the words kind of met, you know, change and. And, and the metaphor has changed, but it's, but the passion and the purpose and the the reason for needing to expand our freedom and sense of liberty in the workplace and also in life for that matter seems to like be continually still present for us. So it it was a pleasure to kind of chat, to have a chance to chat with you this morning. Um, about your role, your job. Obviously, the Yale New Haven Hospital system is really key to New Haven's growth and the area's growth, for that matter. And even though you guys are a world class institution, so with, without further ado, without, <laughs> without making you feel good or making making Myatt feel good or or Martha or the rest, of the, rest the rest of the crew there, and, and my son works there, my stepson works there, and also my. Uh, My uh, grandson works there. So, uh, among the, you guys have how many, five, five, how many employees roughly? You have an idea? uh,
1: Throughout the entire system, it's close to 25,000. Close to 25,000 because you have
0: Bridgeport and Greenwich and. um,
1: Yale New Haven, mm-hmm. we also have Lawrence and Memorial and Westerly that we're just at. Oh, yeah, excuse absolutely. me. Absolutely, yeah.
0: <laughs> w- w- so in Rhode Island.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. in Rhode Island. So we have five hospitals, absolutely. So it's close to 25,000. And also we have the um, Northeast Medical Group as well. Which the Northeast is like, Medical yeah, Group. Yeah, over 150 locations. Boy, yes. Uh, in Canada. fact, I'm,
0: my... Uh, Doctors, a member of, of that group as well, are other other yeah. doctors. So, uh, without further ado, and Lizette, mm-hmm. I guess I wanted to mention that the forty eight minutes goes quick. This is the Tom Ficklin Show, and Lizette, Lizette Mar- Martinez is with us, uh, Chief Diversity Officer for the Yale New Haven Hospital System. And Lizette, we've talked about a few outlines in terms of yourself and communications and initiatives and purpose, but we don't have to rush. We can we can even just your story could be because you're reasonably new to New Haven, brand new to the East Coast. <laughs> And brand new to the East Coast. Yeah. So even for people to get to know you, that's fine. So I'm, what I'm trying to say is the pressure's not on for us to get to all the things we've we've talked, the subject headings that we identified. Sure. Mm-hmm. But let, let's just start off with, and share with us a little bit about who you are and et cetera.
1: Sure. Absolutely. I think one of the first questions you asked me was where I was from uh-huh. originally. And originally I'm uh, from Detroit, Michigan, mm. uh, just a poor little girl from Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, grew up in a Ford family. My dad worked for Ford Motor Company, and um, in high school, when I was 15, he decided to move us all to Cincinnati,
0: Cincinnati. Okay. <laughs> all right. Ohio.
1: Uh, at the age of 15, so I've actually been uh, in, in the Midwest my entire life. Spent 28 years in in Cincinnati. Um, grew up there, graduated high school, went to college, went to the University of Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I'm a Bearcat. All right. Uh, got married, have a, a beautiful daughter who's 19 who, 19. who now attends. No, you're only
0: 16. So yeah. oh, I won't. That, that, that's why you're in the medical profession. <laughs> Miracles happen. <Okay. laughs>
1: Thank you. Um, and she's 19 now and she's um, uh, at University of Cincinnati. Okay, so Bearcats? I'm so proud of her. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's a sophomore there, just starting um, her sophomore year and is enjoying it, loves the campus. Tremendous. uh and you know i received my mba at thomas More there in kentucky which mm-hmm. is our greater cincinnati area that okay. we call um and have uh really been in working started off my career in purchasing mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: um enjoyed it loved it it's a sexy field uh <laughs> with retail buying mm-hmm. and and getting to to choose what goes into the stores which is phenomenal and mm-hmm. then um uh, one day, working at Luxottica Retail, where I was um, purchasing for Sunglass Hut, had the great opportunity to move into diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. And that was just, um, it was a godsend to me. When they when I found out that the organization wanted yes. to build upon diversity and inclusion, I said, this job is for me.
0: So, so, so jump in there in terms of the trigger points in the career episodes and how sometimes things happen by happenstance or by design. Did you see a posting? Did a friend mention to you? Did a or you just listening were you poised to move i I mentioned that because if there is one theme on the show I always like people to kind of reflect on it and to share with the audience how things happen in life you may not be conscious of them happening but they but you're presented with the opportunity and then it the doors unfold
1: absolutely you know actually I heard it we were um this is crazy we were sitting in a cafeteria yes, having so, lunch so
0: it's just the craziness of life yes, yes
1: it's the craziness of life we were having lunch and I had overheard the conversation at a different table Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back here yes, yes, some years. S- yes, yes. Um and, and it's crazy that it happened in the cafeteria. I had heard them talking about diversity and inclusion, they were having a meeting, and in my head I went back to the sixth grade. Mm, mm. And I was twelve years old, we had gone to um, a camp for a weekend and the sixth graders, mm-hmm. we all went to camp. And I, I had just thought about a moment of us um, having lunch in the canteen, you know, the camp canteen mm. coming out of the lunch line, going into the canteen to sit and noticed that I had my black friends on one side and my white friends on one side. Mm-hmm. And there's a book about that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, why are all my, all the black kids sitting yes. in the, at this table in the lunchroom. And I sat there and um you know, one thing I didn't mention, I'm Puerto Rican mm-hmm. okay and you know, having the caramel color skin, I've always been asked, are you mixed? You know, what are you? Uh-huh. All those questions. And I sat looking at that lunchroom and saying, where do I sit?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where do I sit? Mm-hmm.
1: There's nobody here that looks like me. Mm-hmm. And the camp counselor, I said, well, go, go have a seat. And I said, well, where do I sit? And it was the first time she actually looked at me and made everybody get up and mix. See? it was at that moment that I felt that's, i didn 't know what the word was at twelve years old, indeed, but that was inclusion indeed, indeed. right that in, that's was inclusion right, that's right and when I heard that conversation in the lunchroom, I thought about that, and I said that 's that feeling I want to help bring mm, to every mm, organization
0: mm, 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 mm. And, and and so the the purpose and the passion, and I really appreciate your sharing that story because that's something for radio sometimes it's t- difficult to visualize, but we can we can visualize that and identify mm-hmm. with it. And just for people to understand that, yeah, your your life trail, your your destiny, if you will, your your DNA or your predisposition or just kinda of looking for a signpost in life, you can go back to your earlier age and kinda of see how it might mix or, mm-hmm. or, or relate to the to the to the to the present and even some opportunities when you were younger that you didn't exercise and now you might want to kind of re- revisit them. Mm-hmm. So I really so the psychology of life, that that is yeah. what the, the show is certainly <laughs> about that. Really this this is great to kind of have you and and, and, and to open up with that story. Um the black students at yale uh the Black Student Union at Yale is celebrating its fiftieth as a sidebar its fiftieth anniversary uh next next month october um and and so these these campus situations these integration issues these supplier diversity issues are really so important. Tell us a little bit more about you before we go to to the to the next item that we had identified
1: okay so um I think that once I decided to um move into diversity and inclusion mm-hmm. that was but, just, well how did you get the job
0: yeah. so you overheard
1: yeah and mm-hmm.
0: You, you applied, you interrupted, you followed up because even just listening to other people's conversations, some would people say that you were spying or listening or being, <laughs> yeah. or being rude, but no, you got to yeah. take in information wherever you are, whatever yeah. environment you're well, in. Well,
1: I, I actually went to the source. I went to um, the vice president of that department to ask the question, um, hey, I, I overheard mm-hmm. and um, was wondering if this, you know, when it was going to be posted yes. and he showed me the job and he said, well, you know, have, you know, Are you interested? Have you ever done the work? And I said, no,
0: but I want to tell you my story. Oh, see, see, see. And that's, again, that's because we have a variety of people that listen to the show, Mm -hmm. uh, high school students, college students. I've had high school and college students on the show. And just the, there's sometimes there, there's that intimidation or not knowing how to present yourself and not mm-hmm. thinking that your your life experience is really is, is resume building although it might not have the official title. So Absolutely. so just mentioning that 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 is so key.
1: It, it is key. You know it, it's important that you know when you have something that you're so passionate about and you know that you can do the work. Mm-hmm. You can look at you know what you have done in the past that would fit within the particular characteristics or the objectives that are looking for in a job. Mm-hmm. So really look at all of the skills that you have whether they're homegrown. Own, whether they're from school, where, wherever you can yes. bring them and bring them to life, articulate them, write yes. them down and be able to present that. Um, when you are really passionate to go for something that maybe you don't have that basic experience from, from for the, from the traditional mm-hmm. standards, but the, the
0: traditional standards might just, just be, be as, just, as meritorious, so to speak. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. A little, be, before we, before we get you to new Haven, do you want to share a little bit more about that, that trail? Because even in Cincinnati, you guys have the, Correct me if I'm wrong. You have the Underground Music National Underground Museum. Yeah. The, what's, the, the, what's the actual name? The
1: <laughs> uh, the Freedom Center. The Freedom Center. Yeah. The National Underground Railroad Freedom Center. Mm-hmm, Freedom Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, uh, my daughter's grandmother was one of the founders of the National oh, see, Underground see, Railroad of Cincinnati. See, see. Yeah. She was one of the original tour guides <laughs> there, Miss Joyce Coleman. Absolutely, it's a wonderful center there. Um, I think that um, you know, after I presented. Uh, my case in mm-hmm. becoming, you know, the the first diversity and inclusion the first see, yeah the first see. diversity and inclusion manager at Luxottica, um, it it really it was a wonderful experience. There was a lot of competition, um, but I really wanted the role, mm. and I had been working in the community a lot and had been part of um, what's called the Shimbo, which is the National um, Society of Hispanic MBAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, was part of that organization, had been part of working with United Way, working with Urban League. And so I kind of try to put all of those efforts in um, the, the role that I was seeking and all the skills and the commitment hmm. Of, hmm. of inclusion mm-hmm. um, and my story, my personal story. Indeed. Go for, the role. Go for it. Go for it. And I got it. And um, one of the great things about uh, the connection really to Luxottica to, to Yale is my training for diversity and inclusion came with the consultants that were working at Luxottica. Ah. At the time, Global Lead, uh, which um, became Global Innovations and then was then purchased ultimately by Corn Ferry. They were the original consultants of d for mm-hmm. Luxottica. Uh, Vince Brown was one of the consultants or was the main consultant who was over that contract. I basically, he took me, raced basically under his wings mm, and trained mm, me. Mm, and mm. Um, when I got the role, I really attached to Global Lead. Mm-hmm. I learned whatever I could, and we have become friends ever since then. And Vince was also a consultant at. Hill, yes. New Haven, see it, so see yes, I, you know, yes. I've always followed and really learned, and I'm still learning mm-hmm. every day from from them, and they're just phenomenal mentors to to help me learn and grow within the field of diversity and inclusion. So everything I I, I know, I've really see? gained my experience from Global Lead and from Vince Brown. R-
0: really, so and mm-hmm. shout a shout out to, to Vince and, mm-hmm. and to, your, to your daughter. Getting it. you said it was your grandmother at the your, my my your, daughter's, your, grandmother, your yeah. daughter's grandmother, yeah, etc. Uh, again, this is the Tom Ficklin show, and Lizette Martinez is with us. Lizette, as you know, for radio, unfortunately, I, although in my mind the whole world only gets up at ten o'clock to listen to this show, and they <laughs> and they don't do anything else until ten forty eight. But it occurs to me from time to time that some people might have to come and go or tune in, uh, not necessarily right at ten o'clock at the top of the hour. Although the, the you know the audio file and, and iTunes et cetera et cetera, the show will be available there. But you're listening to uh, t- the Tom Ficklin show, and Lizette Martinez is with us, the chief diversity officer for the uh Health. System, health ho- system, holistic health system, the b- <laughs> body, mind, spirit. I know the name might, might evolve, and she was just sharing in terms of the interconnect, the interconnectivity of life. Never. You, you hear this word networking and it sometimes it's become a cliche, but there's really substance substance and meaning to that. Reaching out to mm-hmm. people, relating to people, being in touch with people, because we all are trying to move ahead in, in a variety of ways. And sometimes you can jump onto somebody's ship, you can help smooth the waters for somebody. So never neglect that that need, need, need to kind of stay in touch and, and networking. So so Yale, how, I mean, you have the New Haven Health System is really global in terms of their, their, their search for people. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Absolutely. So how did they find you?
1: Oh, well, you know, I had been um, working in diversity and inclusion in Cincinnati for some time. And um, as as I followed Vince, and, and he's actually followed my work, um, I ended up um, after a stint of working with supplier diversity directly mm-hmm. with Macy's um, it became too much travel. So I ended up going into healthcare to stay ah, local in okay, Cincinnati okay. and worked at what um, is called TriHealth, which mm-hmm. is another hospital system out of Cincinnati, which is also a five hospital system there through Catholic health initiatives mm-hmm. and have been there for about um, five, six years and began to build a strategy there. And Vince had, Really been following my work oh, see. while see I that. was was and mm-hmm. in TriHealth mm-hmm. with healthcare, and he saw the need growing within mm. all of the hospital systems that he has worked with throughout mm-hmm. the United States mm-hmm. on a national level. Mm-hmm. And so we talked, and and um, he he really liked the strategy that we were putting together, and we became very successful. Won a lot of great national awards for TriHealth oh, through see. Diversity Inc. through the national um council association for diversity councils and ergs uh we uh, became uh, ergs ergs are employee resource groups okay all right and there's a national association that awards organizations for organizing employee resource oh, groups see? yeah see yeah and then also we became hei leaders with the, which is the health equality index from mm-hmm. the human rights campaign ah. um which we were one of the first hosp- Catholic hospitals in the state of Ohio to be get that leadership rec- uh, recognition. Yes,
0: yes, yes. So we
1: had won some awards, and he had been following my strategy. And a few years ago, um, he wanted me to talk to Mr. Kevin Mayant. Uh-huh. And I had a conversation. Yeah, sure. And um, Mr.
0: Kevin Mike. Yes. Yeah, wait till I see him on Friday <laughs> attempting to play golf, but that's a different side. Go, go
1: ahead. That's my pause. Uh-huh. Mr. Kevin right.
0: M- then Mr. Kevin Mike. All right, <laughs> Mr. Kevin Mike. Sir, Mr. Sir, Mr. Sir, Mr.
1: Yes. And, uh, t-
0: and Gail tells him what to do, but that's a different story. <laughs> <Continue>.
1: <laughs> and so he, we had a conversation about strategy and what I was doing and how we organized um, the strategy operationally mm. throughout the organization. Mm. Mm. You know, a, a lot of times people tend to think that d is just an HR function mm-hmm. and it's about, about workplace D&I diversity diversity and, and, inclusion and inclusion is just a, a human you know resource function where we were, you know you, you mentioned affirmative action equal employment opportunity things like that but it's really a strategic effort yes. and yes. how you begin to integrate inclusion uh, throughout the entire organization, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. from marketing all the way to supplier diversity mm-hmm. and how we contract with local businesses and and um, who who we how we level that playing field, mm-hmm. you know. So um, we talked a few years back, and um, we kept the conversation going. Um, ended up talking to some other associates in the department, and uh, they called and said, "Would I be interested to interview?"
0: Another example, still, yeah, not necessarily be ego field in terms of promoting and marketing yourself, but just letting people know, be aware of your skills and your, and your set and your interests. So mm-hmm. you don't have to feel that you're narcissistic about kind of moving ahead on things. Oh, no, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, but no, it's important to keep connected to Keep connected, and, yeah. and, you know, the original intention was to really help, you know, it, it's not about, I think that when we're in, especially in the healthcare field, it's so difficult to, to bring diversity and inclusion to an operational level of a hospital system. And it's, and it's becoming a new trend to really open that mm, up. Mm, and mm. so it's not about About really you know it's networking but it's also making sure that people have those tools sure you know we're not competing against each other we all have the same (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) goals of of inclusion and and building that and um i really want to see that through sure sure, sure yes yeah
0: uh, so you're listening to the Tom Ficklin show, and Lizette Martinez is with us, and the chief diversity officer for the Haven Health System, which is going to go global. If, if if Kevin has anything to say about it, he'll be purchasing a golf a, a golf course in the Bahamas. <laughs> I guess that's a bad example. They has a, <laughs> it happens to have a hospital beside it. But once things kind of smooth down and and uh, and get, get settled, but Lizette, let's you you reference the strategy, and, and sometimes I guess the particular skill sets that you're looking for from a human resource standpoint, and just the the uh, the the structure, the infrastructure, the the institutional kind of history and legacy of, of, of health institutions. Let's, let's linger a little bit on, on that, that strategy component.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So strategically, when I look at diversity and inclusion in, in a healthcare sense, I look at it to, to basically cover every corner of the organization. Mm. And we want to have a holistic approach Mm -hmm. to make sure that we're integrating diversity and inclusion programming within every area. Mm. Um four target areas that we really look at. Um one is marketing and community relations. Mm-hmm. The other is workforce. So we're course. helping out
0: with your being here today. Does that help out a little bit? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can pay Harry and I for the you know the little, <laughs> little cut a little later on that
1: thank you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Community and reaching out to the community and building strong relationships mm-hmm. is very important to the organization. Um, The next one is workforce development, which is human resources and also education in other areas as well. Good point. Um, Patient equity and healthcare disparities. What does that mean
0: from a customer standpoint? Well,
1: when you look at the disparities that we encounter within healthcare and we look at what that looks like by race and ethnicity, Mm -hmm. how are hospitals really looking at the data to help our communities bridge the gap within those disparities? OK, so when we look at the the numbers of the patients that are walking into our hospital doors, we want to make sure that, you know, we have, you know, equity within the health care that we are providing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. our people, that our, our patients. If I'm, if I'm a mm-hmm.
0: patient, how will I know that this the, the, the equity largesse is kind of being applied to me? <laughs> well, you
1: know, um, it, I think that just making sure that we have the right data to mm-hmm. make sure that whatever we look at is, is what pertains to chronic illnesses mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is what's key for us to mm-hmm, create what mm-hmm, we call preventative mm-hmm. health care plans. Good, good, okay. Good, good. So when we see um, statistics like for example, um, you know, the African American community is 77% have higher risk in diabetes. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, Hispanic
1: community mm-hmm, has a 66% mm-hmm, higher risk in diabetes. Mm-hmm. Those are things that hypertension is another example. Those are examples of where we see disparities within mm. our data. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what you would see is, um, as far as preventative health care plans, yes. is hospital systems really taking an, an effort to identify what those are and then build care plans to help educate, uh-huh. right? To help build more um, opportunities to, um, really reach out for those social determinants that affect folks from Mm -hmm. getting the right and proper health examples of the social determinants. Um, So a couple of determinants that you might see are, um, trouble getting, getting to a doctor's appointment. So transportation,
0: transportation, basic transportation. Uh,
1: Some folks can be homebound where Mm -hmm. they can't leave. Mm -hmm. Right. Or maybe the funding uh, for prescriptions. That's right. Yes. The dollars that go into prescription medicine have, increased tra- dramatically mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. So, you, although I
0: might have an insurance still mm-hmm. my the mom I had to come out of pocket with s-
1: absolutely is mm-hmm. too high mm-hmm. so how do we help with the resources as a hospital system to help our patients you know get the funding for the prescriptions that they need to see, take a good
0: point see? how
1: do we get our um, patients to the doctor's appointment mm-hmm. when they can't get there mm-hmm. you know or how do we get our patients to safe places um, if they're in an environment Um, where it's not safe for them to be. That's
0: right, environmental Mm -hmm. issues, as you say.
1: Absolutely. Mm. So Mm. those are some Mm. topics and and some Mm. areas that we want to help with to create these preventative plans to help these mm-hmm. disparities, um, so we can bridge the gap for these disparities. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's just, let's just take a deep breath. Cause we've kind of covered a lot of, I mean, just, just, guess what we've just talked about in the last 15 minutes could be another two or three hour, two or three hours, two or three hour show. <laughs> it could be. Uh, just as you were again, the Tom Ficklin show and, and uh, Lizette Martinez is with us and the chief diversity officer for the Yolta Haven health, health system. Just as you were speaking, uh, Lizette, my mind mentioned, I think it, Maybe in two weeks the NAACP's. You guys are having a health a health fair. I want to say you guys. I know Dory mm-hmm. Dumas and the local yes. chapter. Of the New Haven uh-huh. NAACP. There, there's a health fair and Then you guys are obviously one of the sponsors. The sponsors of it at the Floyd Little House and it's so important. And I know that Valencia McLean through the Coalition of 100 Black Women they're having a, a health event in in October. Uh, obviously October is, uh, I shouldn't say obviously, but it's a, it's a major kind of, you know, breast cancer awareness month. And a lot of, a lot of events are taking place Mm -hmm. in October The uh, the sister's journey pink tea. And I'm not sure this is kind of an aside we'd hadn't, we hadn't (laughs) scripted this question, but is the links, are the links doing anything in terms of health?
1: Oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely! And even if they
0: weren't, you'd make it up. <laughs> on, on. So, so I, I, I go there, and we're going to come back to the strategy and communication. Because again, the forty-eight minutes go quick. But I wanted to kind of insert the links. I had a chance to take a picture of you. If, is it fair to say on, on the in terms of the, the picture that I took for the in, induction? Oh, sure, yeah, and, absolutely. And yeah. Uh, I say that because some folks, particularly you're in you're your in a. Let, let me let me backtrack. As chief diversity officer, uh, and, and I'll throw in inclusion for the Yonah Haven Health System. This is a this is a very um, prominent position. Whether they know you as a person or even know what you do, just that that structural intervention is re- is really important. Then they have a person that's been committed to it. So I'm really. It's not that you're a a, a celebrity. But in terms of uh, New Haven's growth and, and, and your team's growth, and Kevin, uh, you're, you're a key part of where New Haven is, is going to move to the future. So I want to kind of thank you for that. But the point I was trying to make is you also have a life.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
0: and so, some folks, because of your prominent public position, uh, sometimes they don't want to always disclose what they do for fun or, or other other groups that they're affiliated with. But the links, I mm-hmm. mean, that that people they may not know the name or never heard of them. But if they look at the history of the links, and then for you to come to New Haven and be be asked to join, you know, mm-hmm. I, I do have a little bit of a bias. Not everyone yes. is, is asked <laughs> to become a link, yes. and for you to be asked. And who was your sponsor, by the way?
1: Oh, um, so um, my sponsor is Marie Morris. Yes, so, yeah. so Mar- uh-huh. Mar- Mar- Marie Morris. Morris. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So you, so tell, tell us about why, uh, cause you're, you mentioned the, the, the Hispanic NBA association and the, the Spanish NBA uh, association, Hispanic they're very prominent in Connecticut. And, and so I've done some some events for them. I'll, yeah. I'll make, uh, yeah. I was uh, a member in Cincinnati so for Nishimba. Be, yeah. yeah. Me- uh-huh. members. But, but why did you find Well, tell us about why that was a draw for uh, when Maria kind of approached you about getting involved with the links. Oh, uh, with
1: the links, you know, I think if, with, with the service and the community work that the links represent, mm-hmm. um, that is ingrained in me. Mm. And so because it's a part and a passion of my life. Uh, for so I I say since I was twelve years old, mm, right? Mm. Um, it's about that community engagement, reaching out, getting folks to be and feel engaged, and mm-hmm. feel included, and feel valued. Um, that is the core of Lynx, connecting people together. And that really is the focus of my lifelong dream is to connect people together. And that's what Lynx represents. Mm -hmm. And I was so honored to be, you know, asked to be a member of the organization. Yeah, I'm so proud. proud. I'm Mm -hmm. so proud of the organization on a global level Mm -hmm. with everything that they do and all of the facets that they cover and healthcare, of course, uh, being one. That's right. Um, But it is such a passion to me that it just fit that this was really the organization that represents everything that I'm passionate for. And that link to the community um, is one that is, is great. Tremendous, my heart. Tremendous, yeah.
0: tremendous. And you guys have an upcoming dinner in late October, early November, November scholarship. 4th, yes. yeah, Gayla. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, for the, we have maybe, 15 or so, to 16 or so minutes to kind of, do you want to sp- spend more time on, on strategy, communications, initiatives? Well,
1: the, you know, the last piece on strategy, you know, we talked about patient equity mm-hmm. and disparity a little bit, um, but the last piece piece is also supplier diversity. And mm. this is Im- important for the community to know. Mm-hmm. You know, supplier diversity is, 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 is a new t- kind of topic that a lot of people are like, well, what's that about? Yes, right. And really it's, you know, organizations really making a, 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 um, a, an intentional effort to identify um, minority and women-owned businesses to contract with Yale New Haven Health System. As a system, we want to make sure that we are increasing the percentage of business that we are doing with our minority and Mm women-owned businesses Mm -hmm. within our community, especially at a very local level. So it's key for us to really begin building an infrastructure to support that effort and to make sure that businesses are included with whatever we do. And so we are making that effort on a local local level. Um, we're building policies to make sure that this happens. And, and not that it was never a focus. It has always been yes, a focus, indeed, but we're indeed. building this infrastructure to lock it in and to really make it stronger and to really help with those community relations and build relationships with our local vendors so that they know that we are serious and sure, want them sure, to be part sure. of our system. So we're building policies to create goals to make Mm -hmm. sure that we have a system goal to increase that percentage of business that we do. Um, We're creating a portal on our website. So so there's going to be a portal on our actual external website Mm -hmm. so that vendors can actually go in and, and, um, and, and get connected directly to a purchasing buyer. Good.
0: good, um, good.
1: And, you know, show showcase, you know, uh, let us know what their uh, capability statements are. Mm -hmm. Give us their profiles, um, we want to know do who think those that vendors are roughly it,
0: up up and running.
1: Yeah. You know, we are building, we, we have a new infrastructure of a system coming in called um, that will be, I, I believe at the beginning spring of 2018. Okay. So we're hoping to get the, the site up by spring of good, 2018 because really we have a whole important. new system coming good, in. Good, mm-hmm. good,
0: good. E- excellent. Excellent. And, and you're right. People don't always understand in terms of the, 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 the the scope and depth of your of your responsibilities. It's 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 internal and, and external.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, we have great partnerships externally, especially with supplier diversity. Um and and I'm I'm sure you heard of uh Mr. Peter Hurst, who's the president of the Greater New England Minority Supplier Development Council. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I'm I'm only on <laughs> uh, that as you were talking I can remember that Peter's predecessor uh-huh. you know Fred McKinney had a yes. major major event with the Connecticut Hospital Association pertaining to this issue about 4 years ago and yeah. there has been a, been an, an, an expedited acceleration in terms of making the supplier diversity uh Function, material, and and real. So I'm really glad to hear the experts. But yeah, so absolutely. So, 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 so and Peter.
1: Dr. McKinney has yes. has has come to Cincinnati. He's he's a big celebrity in supplier Is diversity, okay. and he's yes. a huge advocate. And um, he he works so hard to help you know our businesses grow. Um, especially, uh, you know, he has um worked very hard to create an executive management program for uh, minority businesses, tremendous, tremendous. and he works very tremendous. hard uh, with the Tuck University program, and he he's really been he's a huge advocate yes. and um I, sad to see him leave the greater new england but so proud that he's still with the function and working even bigger to e- even grow bigger, ab- Yeah, even ab- bigger to ab- grow absolutely uh, mm-hmm.
0: uh dr fred we had a chance to radio chat oh maybe 18 months or so ago and and, and certainly peter is kind of keep, keeping the momentum going he is uh, yes r- 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 really key um before we kind of go to a we'll still kind of elaborate on communication, et cetera, but just in terms of, as a little bit of a sidebar, but it's important for people to realize, and I've attended a few, oh, economic development conferences where the, the existence of the hospital, hospital system has been identified as the driver. Mm-hmm. So you have these hospital systems throughout the United States and mm-hmm. some often in, in urban areas, although you do have satellite offices throughout the United States, but the hospitals, people neglected, as you just mentioned, the hospitals are one of the economic drivers in terms of, the vendor relationships, money Mm -hmm. being exchanged, et cetera. So the the, the conferences that that I've attended have talked about, yes, you have people are sick, but even beyond that, you guys are, 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 are part of the infrastructure of the health, the, the economic health of the city,
1: just mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm.
0: terms of real estate and, and contracting and as, as you say, on other matters. So it's really, so in terms of the scope of your position, it, it's a very meaningful one.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you, you mentioned a very good point. I mean, we're also responsible, right? We're brick and mortar. That's we, right. We take up space in New Haven. That's right. A lot of space. A lot of space in in the state of Connecticut, right? Now we took some space out of Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. So we have a responsibility for the flourishment and the economic development of the communities that we are taking up space. So it's important for us to connect with our local vendors and to make sure that we have created a place for our vendors to do business.
0: Tremendous, tremendous. Mm -hmm. I'll be sure that... You've, in fact, one of your your Link sisters, Kathy Kathy uh, Graves, Graves, is is mm-hmm. very much involved with the Small Business Development Center here in New Haven. So there's another good reason for you to be involved with Links, right? Yes, <laughs> and, absolutely. And, uh, just get yes. so much to talk about with uh, on your on your script because again, well, let me say I say this almost, uh, Lizette, uh during every show that I, there's a, a an appeal from me. Mm-hmm. I make an appeal, a public appeal, for you to come back. Oh because we, we never we never <laughs> cover everything that we want to discuss and in terms of what the show's about. It's trying to just uh, kind of indicate that there are key players, there are, it well there's a harmony that we're trying to create in the in the city so everybody's a key a key player but just to kind of display that harmony and sometimes we want to re- hit your key again and maybe in six months or so you know maybe we'll come back when you have the vendor when you have your your profile up your the website kind of kind oh, of functionality yes. would love to. To, to yes to talk to mm-hmm. talk about that um but and so strategy communications innovation where do you want to go how what, what else would you like to share with with folks well
1: you know um i think that being my first year at at Yale New Haven has been um, a wonderful experience. I've learned a whole lot about how to build this strategy Hmm. and really make it grow. And some of the biggest initiatives that we're currently working on is really um, building on an education catalog.
0: um,
1: And to help with creating ways for the organization to learn about. Stereotypes. What are? What is unconscious bias? Mm -hmm. How do we connect with one another? Um, What is? So for your employees? Yeah, for mm -hmm. for employees. Mm -hmm. um, how do we, you know, with cultural competence and, and making sure that our patient-facing staff is culturally competent to our That's patients. That's right, the
0: daily interaction, yes, yeah. yes, So yes, all yes.
1: of the education programs was is a huge initiative mm-hmm. this year, and we have had, we now have um, a catalog of seven different instructed courses mm-hmm. um, that we offer for our employees. But on top of that, we're also offering opportunities to create a platform for employees' voices to be heard. Oh, and we have um, started a series called Let's Talk. Let's and it's, talk. Mm-hmm. and it's a series of different events with different topics. Our first one that we did was a race talk. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's talk about
0: race. Mm-hmm.
1: And Bridgeport Hospital, um, our CEO of Bridgeport Hospital, Mr. Bill Jennings, um, was the first one to say, I want this at my hospital. Good, good. Good. And we invited some great community leaders to come and speak back in January, and over two hundred people attended that mm-hmm. event and um, It was just a wonderful conversation, it was a learning experience, and it was a way for our employees to ask the questions that they never got to ask mm-hmm. in a safe place mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so it was a wonderful experience and 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 I, and, and I want to say this
0: sure at sure. the end
1: of that uh, race talk, um, Bill Jennings said to to his his staff um, you know, we can't solve the world's problems, but we can start here. Mm,
0: indeed, indeed. And, and indeed. I just
1: I love that comment. I'm, and, and I and I take that and I and I give him credit for it. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a beautiful statement. You know, we're, we're not going to solve the, the world's problems. We don't have the solutions for all of that. But we're going to do it here at Yale New Haven Health excellent,
0: System. Excellent. And so
1: we started this um, series. Let's talk. Um, we've done one here at Yale New Haven okay. back in, in uh, May. Where we also invited community leaders, um, and and of every area, LGBT area, African American area, the Muslim area, we had uh, uh, Mubarka Ibrahim come mm-hmm, and speak. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Clemens from mm-hmm, ConCat, mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. AC Demadon from Anchor Health. Um, you know, we had so many folks come in and provide that space for employees. To speak directly to our expert community Tremendous. leaders, good, and to good. ask the questions that are near and dear to their heart, and it's just a wonderful experience. So we're going to keep doing this series. Yes, you,
0: okay, um, how's it? Because some people work various shifts. Do so they? How's how her? So you schedule it so that folks can have opportunity to participate.
1: You know, we've had, um, it's a great question. So um, what we've learned, um, the first couple were closed series. Mm -hmm. But what we've learned is we have great technology. Absolutely. (laughs) absolutely. And so we've learned to now live stream. Excellent. And so live streaming helps for anybody to be able to sign in from anywhere that they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's recorded at the same time. Good, good. So good, after the good. event, if they didn't get to see it, the link will be posted. Sure, archive. Yes, And
0: absolutely. not only will
1: it be posted for internal, but it's also posted externally. Oh, that's tremendous. So anybody that's in the tremendous. community can can community. also yes. Um, yes. view and, and, yes. and listen to our um, event. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And you,
0: you referenced Mubarak and she's, she's, Harriet, Mubarak is on Wednesday. She's a host, radio host you yeah. I forget her. I think she's on Wednesday. So again, yeah. it's, it's it's one community, and mm-hmm. she's
1: phenomenal. You know, she's uh, one of the leaders in our patient and family advisory councils. Mm-hmm. Um, she's come and spoken and really given us some great, great um, information to help our employees to become more aware. And she's also um, featured in, in our diversity and inclusion video that will hopefully be launched soon. So we're in the oh, process of producing okay. a diversity okay. and inclusion video um, that really talks about what our strategy and our um, initiative is all about. And it includes great members like uh, Rubarquez Pr- as, as part and of
0: that. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of risk in saying that in terms of ambassadors, do you have the um, an ambassador program where you have some ministers that are involved with outreach on various health issues or... Uh, I, uh, I, saw I
1: know within community uh, uh, relations. I know Kyle Ballou, who yes, is yes. over that area, has a great relationship with the clergy yes. um, within so that's New what Haven. What, yeah, that, that's yes. what I saw that, and, that, and yes.
0: I'm glad you reminded me. So t- tell uh, Kyle here. I'm talking to you directly. Yeah. Just because I had Lissette on first does not mean yeah. I should should not. Have you? So you? We will have you on soon. This is the Kai. If you hear me, we'll yes. make sure we get this. No, no, yes. no, no offense, but yeah, and certainly, and Kai's been here fourteen, fifteen years. I mean, it's been a good, yeah. a, a good stretch. So Kyle def- does so, so much
1: get, within the community, yes. and she's got a great team, and she's built really strong relationships. And I hope to be there um to help with that indeed, initiative indeed. as well. Mm-hmm. And so, so the
0: interaction and, and the and the collaboration between you two—that's that—that's that, really. That's really what's
1: important. key with making sure that this is successful is that collaboration with all these key departments. Mm-hmm. So marketing, you know, I work with Rob Hutchinson, mm-hmm. who's our vice president of marketing. i um, also with Vin Petrini because he's yes. over, he's our system um, uh, stra- um, uh, officer, Kyle Ballou in mm-hmm. community as well. Mr. Kevin Myatt mm-hmm. within workforce. Mr. Did you Mister. get that Kevin?
0: We said Mr.
1: <laughs> yes. What? And uh, Mr. Jay Morris, who's over oh, education. Yes, yes. That partnership Mister, with Jay's or, group. Mr.
0: GQJ we're talking about. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) See, I I can embarrass you on the air because I embarrass these guys all the time. (laughs) Yeah,
1: well, that partnership with Jay has been phenomenal. Good. Because good, integrating good. education for the entire system to where every employee has the opportunity to get educated and build awareness is key.
0: So in terms of moving up the ladder. and, and Absolutely. And, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean,
1: he has a system that is connected to um, the entire system, every single mm-hmm, hospital. Mm-hmm. So having that opportunity to integrate what I do within um, yes. the um Institute for Excellence, which mm-hmm. um, he's over that uh, Institute for Excellence, is important to make sure that our employees have access to Indeed. education and awareness.
0: See, that's um, key. yeah, really, and then really great.
1: with patient equity, you know, I've been working very closely with a multitude of folks, um, and I have to collaborate with mm-hmm. our patient experience folks, mm-hmm. um, Susan Hoffy there at Yale New Haven, um, Kate Dangerman, and then with supplier. Um, Keith Murphy as well has mm-hmm. been a, a great uh, partner mm-hmm. to collaborate mm-hmm. with. I re-
0: really appreciate your mentioning the, the people's names because it's, we, if you we asked earlier on and through the email prior to us coming on air about the purpose of the show. And again, I, I don't have a, a, a summary reader's digest definition of what we do, but certainly just illustrating every week or it's, you know, sometimes I might, might be here on a Monday, just the importance of your, your inner, your, 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 your network, the people that you know, respecting people, people respecting you to get anything done, regardless of what your ideology or purpose or passion might be. It's going to be difficult to do it by yourself.
1: Oh it's no. Be- yeah. you can't do this by myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a support of the entire organization. And I have had incredible, incredible support. Folks are engaged from the, all areas of the organization. Um, you know, when if pe- when people ask me, you know, what are your your barriers? I find it hard to think about them because mm-hmm. I have had such incredible, incredible support um, from Marna. It has been mm, phenomenal. Yes, Mar- C- Our C- CEO mm-hmm. Marna Bornstrom, um, has has made it very clear that diversity and inclusion is a system effort. And is a Indeed, focus, system-wide, yes, and yes. it's important for the organization um, to have that systemness within diversity, and inclusion, in mm-hmm. all areas.
0: We have about uh, 120 seconds, so to speak, or, or AKA uh, two minutes, as we kind of kind of wind down. And again, you've already made the public committed commitment, and we have it on the file that you'll come back. Absolutely. So so, so that we'll, mm-hmm. we'll cover some of the things we didn't didn't, didn't cover today. Any, I want to give you the last word to kind of share anything that might be on your, your heart, mind and soul in this regard, you know, it could be related to your job. It could be related to society. It could be related to, to your daughter, whatever, whatever you, however you want to close out is, is fine.
1: Oh, you know, I think one message that, that, that I want to give and share to the world is, is make an effort to reach out, reach out to people who are different from you. Mm -hmm. Get to know people, make that intention um, to just have a conversation, to learn about others, um, I think that when we begin to do that with kindness and love, mm-hmm. um, that's what we're going to get in return. Mm. So I, I share that it's it's a message for the organization, but it's a message mm-hmm. for the community is to reach out with kindness, get to know people, talk to people. The topic doesn't matter. It's, mm. it's mm. that reaching mm. out that mm. really counts. Um, it's important for us to, to build these relationships, to have a more harmony have more harmony yes, in our society. Yes, 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 tremendous. Mm-hmm.
0: Lissette, thank you so much again this is the Tom Ficklin show and we have had the pleasure of chatting with Lisette Martinez the chief uh, uh diversity officer and inclusion and, and 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 good and and generally good person. <laughs> thank you. Uh, you know, who exercises <laughs> a lot and she understands you got to you got to you got to walk the walk and talk the talk and kind of be the person and really an example of what New Haven is and what New Haven can be as we kind of move forward. Lisette, thank you so much and thanks for listening to the Tom Ficklin show. Thank you you gon' gonna be counting blessings and i know that for certain keep on working open curtains haters swerving because they ain't ready for your final version Whoa. i'm never gonna give up give up fall down i just gotta get up get up yeah. cause this is my road let's camera action i'm ready to go i'm never gonna give up give up fall down i just gotta get up get up yeah, yeah this is my road let's camera action i'm ready to go way too long we face them storms now you gon' face the dawn you waiting for. I said from night to dawn, I write my wrongs alone. I'm in competition with warnings, ice galore. Now I'm running toward it, my life to finished Being a quitter, but little, little by little. They joking, telling some riddles. Now I'm in my section, ain't willing to give up.